Water. That's all I can register around me. The dripping of water off of a cave ceiling. The comfortable chill of floating in water for so long. The strangely familiar and somehow not overwhelming damp smell of a cave slick with water. The next thing I register is the light. Bright and warm against my eyelids, I can feel it growing. I open my eyes. I'm floating in a pool of water, kilometers below the surface. High above me is a circular hole through which light pours through down onto my face from the ground above. The tree in the center of the Spring Shard Community Garden stretches from the pool I float in to above the surface, leading me to believe that I'm under the garden itself. I write myself up in the water and tread my way back to the edge. As I climb out, I notice that I'm completely dry. Hello? 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 The only response is the echo of my own voice bouncing back off the walls to me. I make my way through the cavern, further and further. It gets darker and darker until I'm walking in darkness, running my hands along the rough wall to lead myself forward. Finally, I find myself approaching a dim light. As I approach, I see a figure sitting by a red glowing fire. She's small, a delicate figure in a wispy pale red dress with a set of thick black curls cascading over her shoulders. But what stands out the most are the flittering gauzy wings coming out from her shoulder blades. Hello? Hello, Taryn. How do you know my name? She gives me a look, almost like she's deciding what truth to tell me. I've been waiting for you. We all have. We? She gets up and starts to lead me down the cave hall. Walk with me, Taryn. You see, Spring Shard is a magical place. A place out of time and space. It's linked very closely to the world we're in now. Is this a different world? <laughs> yes. You didn't just fall down a hole, you fell into another world. You've gotten yourself quite lost, haven't you, Alice? This world and yours were not always linked. The realm of the mystical was separate from the realm of the real. Then one day, our universes collided. Our only option was to create a magic-protected town, one only those of mystical origins could enter. But what about April, June, and me? How did we get here? Our bond with the real world? Our true ruler disappeared. Without her, the bond was unstable. We tried our best, but the only way to be sure was to bond with the real world permanently and to eventually open our borders to the rest of the world. To do that, we had to make sure it was believable. Each year, we'd send a new person in to see if our town seemed non-mythical enough. So you're the one who brought me here. She nods. Well, if that's true, I think I deserve to know your name. She gives me a smirk. You really don't know, do you? Well, I'm embarrassed for you. You did have my cake quite often. Dottie? She smiles knowingly. But if you're down here, how are you also up there? Our forms above are simply projections. Well, some of us are. Those of you who are constants. Precisely. The rest of them are their real selves projected as human. We reach a small area of the cave with moss and a big tree. Laying under the tree is a woman with a slight green tint to her skin, a leafy dress, and red lips. 
Well, it seems you are no longer in my care. Farewell, Taryn. We shall speak again. She floats lightly behind me, and once I turn, she's gone. I turn back to the lady under the tree and step in her direction. I enter the main room and place the warm mug next to Lena's hands on the counter. Thanks. No problem. The two of us sit in silence as Lena stares into a drink. So, you want to talk about it? Not much to talk about. I disagree. You're what, 16? And you're literally saving the world. Can't be easy. Oleg told me that since the beginning of the town's history, the timekeeper would become so as soon as they were ready. He was training me to be the next one, but I don't feel ready. I think you've been doing pretty well. Have I? Because last time I checked, I sent an enemy with Terran to place a time orb, and I lost the book. Yeah, well, in your defense, I feel like that was on purpose by April. It doesn't matter. Oleg made a mistake in choosing me. No, I don't think he did. We turn to the front door where Chrome and Alita stand. I may have just got my memory back, but I remember Oleg. He will come to all of my gardening parties. He would talk about you, how he wasn't sure about much, but that he knew that you were destined for greatness. You were destined to be a great timekeeper. I think he will be proud of you. Lena smiles sadly. How did you two get here anyways? It's over. Taryn did it. Lena stands up. What? Alita and Crone smile at each other before Alita puts a hand out for Lena. I think you will want to come see this. The woman under the tree smiles up at me. Taryn, it's nice to finally meet you. Should I know who you are? <laughs> no, we haven't met. Not in this form anyways. You may be more familiar with me as Magna Connors. I gawk at her open-mouthed. You are Magna Connors. She stands up and shakes my hand. I know my true form is much different than my human form. It was not my choice, but sometimes we need to love the one we're given, no? She walks away by the edge of a green-tinted pool, expecting me to follow. I know we don't know each other that well, Taryn, but I do hope to be involved heavily in this process. Then why haven't we spoken more? I prefer to observe. I know all about you, Taryn. You're very special. Haven't you ever wondered why you were the only one to survive the turn back, enter the mist, hold the time orbs, or have that same force as April? You have great potential, Taryn. I mean, I don't know if that's true. It is, Taryn. Do you know the truth of our world? The mythical and the real realms exist separately, like galaxies floating parallel. But one day the two realms collided. The ruler of the mythical, the bond holding our realm secure, was broken in two halves, a real and a mythical. The mythical dissolved into five time orbs. The real was lost forever in the realm of the real, with no memories of her past. I think that ruler is you. Huh? Crumb and Alita lead us at 11th hour into the street. The angry mob had dispersed, and the sun is now shining brightly. The purple sky has become a bright blue, and for the first time ever, Spring Shard gives off a familiar and happy feeling. The crowds of people in the street mill about happily, and the sky almost seems to glitter. Wow, she really did it. She did it. We saved the town. 
Lena smiles up at the sky for what seems like the first time. Alita and Chrome smile at each other when I see a figure crossing the road towards us. Hello, darlings. Dottie, are you going to try to attack us again? Are you still hung up on that? Darling, that was ages ago. Let it go. That was a half hour ago. Oh, please. Let bygones be bygones. This is a glorious day, isn't it? Oh, I can hear the cats chirping in the trees and the birds running after the mice in the alleys. What a wonderful day indeed. Dottie leaves our company and heads back in the direction of Circle Square. Above us in the sky, I can see that the light from the time orbs are still shining brightly, forming a bright ball of pure white light in the center of the sky, high above the tree in the center of the Spring Shard Community Garden. We make our way to the garden and come to the tree in the center. The green time orb is embedded in the thick trunk. Around it are an array of carvings that I don't understand. Lena reaches out and runs her fingers over the runes. It's magical. It's mythical. I, I get it now. This whole town is the projection of a mythical world. One where the impossible is possible. Five lights, five clans, one star above it all combining and stabilizing it. That's what this is all about. It's not about going backwards through time in a town situated in a wormhole. It's about stabilizing the magic that exists here fusing it with the real world forever. Well, what does it mean? It means that if Taryn was really able to place the final time orb, her job is just beginning. Hi, this is AJ Robinson, creator of the Chronicles of Spring Shard and the voice of Taryn March. I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode. If you like this episode and want to know when the next episode is up, feel free to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Spring Shard Chronicle for weekly updates and teasers. Episode 11, part 2 of the Series 2 finale and the final episode of Chronicles of Spring Shard will be up on May 22nd. If you like this episode and would like to listen to it even when you don't have Wi-Fi, it is available for download. If you want to listen while looking at a picture of the super cool cover art, you can also listen on YouTube. Check our social media for more information. The awesome music you are listening to right now... ...is by Chaos Emerald on YouTube. Go check out her channel once this episode is done. In fact, if you're listening on YouTube, I'll even give you a link in the description box below. You can also check her out on Instagram and Twitter at Emma Joyce Y. The voice of June Hardy was Carly Curtis. The voice of Dottie Queen was Olivia Hansen. The voice of Lena, the leader of the Lemonade Gang, was Kirsten Gorman. The voice of Alita Dupree was Marina Kiranova. Special thanks to Jess Milton, Derek Tagger, and to you listening right now. I'll see you soon for the grand finale.